What is this? A new teaching with authority? Amen. She was a small framed woman with delicate features and tight black curls. She was soft-spoken with an infectious laugh. She moved with purpose, and she could hold your attention for hours. She had graduated tops in her law class, yet wasn't comfortable practicing law. She chose to work in the trenches with those suffering under authority. Social justice, restorative justice, working for the empowerment of the disenfranchised was her passion. She was my friend. She was also a professional colleague. As my friend, she elevated me to her equal. She fought for my equal status as a staff member. She spoke with that soft voice to power. She spoke to judges, DAs, police officers, sheriffs, and other lawyers. She spoke with authority and elevated everyone that heard her. She was my mentor, Barbara Ann Davis. May she rest in peace. I am forever grateful for the witness of God's mercy and goodness through Barbara and Davis. Her initials come out to be bad. <laughs> and we would always have this joke as staff members, wait to bad takes the podium. <laughs> now, I've noticed that Mother Nature has been speaking with authority. And the nature of the issues of God's authority provides us an opportunity to reflect on the nature of political power and authority. If I felt better this morning, I would probably go in that direction. But the drugs are working off and I'm going to stay to the script. You see, Jesus' authority and his kingdom ministry invites us to imagine a different world, a world that we want to live in and we work toward it. Now, today's gospel shows us how Christ afflicts the comfortable and comforts the afflicted. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority. He taught them as one who has authority. Jesus, the Son of God. What is this teaching, this new radical message delivered with such authority? You see, the scribes had been teaching but they were teaching tradition and man's rule. And here was this Jesus speaking with confidence the words of the prophet of which Moses spoke. Jesus spoke the words of God. 
Wow. Jesus spoke the words of God. Is the word God, for in the beginning was the word. Hmm. He had full power over everything, visible and not. Now, this is one of those Sabbaths that you didn't want to miss going to the synagogue. Not only was there this powerful speaker, but there was an exorcism. You didn't want to miss this one. (laughs) Now, give me a moment. As I said, the drugs are wearing off. But what we find Jesus doing in the synagogue today, Jesus is in fact putting new wine into old wineskins. And we know what happens when new wine hits wines, new old wineskins. The wine is lost. This encounter at the synagogue was a meeting of the forces of God and evil. Now, a couple of you Episcopalians are not comfortable right now because when we start to talk about evil means that we're going to talk about the devil. When we talk about the devil and God, and on occasion we need to do this because evil forces are amongst us. And if we don't identify those evil forces, they just get carried away. Here was this unclean spirit in the synagogue. He was awfully comfortable. You wonder how long had this been going on? But what we know is when God comes and God shows up, on occasion, God will show out. Here was this demon, comfortable, and all of a sudden, the words, the words coming out of Jesus' mouth that were God's words agitated the demon just a mite. Now, you know when God shows up, he shows up in different forms. And when God shows up in your favorite hymn, you can't keep that foot still. It is impossible to be quiet in the presence of God. You remember once I talked about it, you can't be dignified and serve God And Father Thomas came back the next week and had the children on the altar and told them to be dignified. (laughs) We did talk about that. (laughs) Jesus' words were having effect on those that heard him. You see, even the devil is an expert in what the word of God says. The scripture says, even the demons believed and shuddered. Now this unclean spirit had been quiet for some time. With the everyday teachings of the scribes, there had been no problem. Because the scribes' preachings and teachings were void of God's word. This demon could not be quiet and called out, I know who you are. The devil indeed does know who God is. 
and you remember that the devil and God do indeed have a relationship. Jesus spoke, and the demon listened, and came out. Now that's power. He has authority and power over the world. Power and authority? Wow. If I felt better, I would probably speak on power with authority. And I might be here for a while. Because our political status would keep me here for a while. As I'm not prepared to go in that because I think I would have a coffin jag and Father Todd is not prepared to come up and take over this morning. So I'm going to stay again to the script. All right. Jesus speaks and the demon leads, freeing that individual, freeing that individual of the possession, just the word. Jesus was the Lord's word. Jesus was, in fact, God speaking. You see, Jesus' works and words give our faith an object. See, we trust in the words that give birth to hope. And if we have hope, we have something to cling to. Jesus has the power to remove demons and forgive our sins. So whatever you are going through, call on the word of the Lord. Now, I am hoping you have heard of the nature of his teaching and what he did in power over the forces of pure evil. This morning, I hope that you are astonished with the words and works of Jesus. I hope that you believe the words and believe that this is the Holy One of God, because in that is your salvation. God will free you, free you from your sins and lead you to a faith in him. Believe these words, for they compel what is wrong in you to come out, to depart. Believe these words, for they are the words of eternal life for you. Amen.